This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. As I was mentioning today, it is National Burger Day. A new survey asking Americans about all their burger preferences. And one thing is for sure, 73% of Americans say they like burgers. The rest are communists, I'm assuming. <laughs> I've been craving a good burger for a while. What do we got on this list? Because I don't like frozen ones. I don't like... If it's perfectly round, it's got to have some rough edges. It's got to have some rough edges. To show that it was fresh. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not some cookie cutter molded whatever that was. Correct. If it looks like a frozen hockey puck. Yeah. I don't know, dude. They make this um, Simple Truth chicken burger that we buy from Kroger, and it's frozen. It's in the frozen thing, and I think it comes six to a pack, and we love them. Really? No joke. How do like, you prepare it? Just on the grill. Oh. They come in like three, so like three burgers on one side, three burgers on the other, and it's perfect for myself and Scott and Penelope, and we just open them up and put it on the grill, and it's like a circular patty, and it's good. It's juicy. Simple hmm. truth. Chicken, chicken burger. burgers. Yep. They make all kinds of different s- private selection, simple truth, like different burgers. Yeah. They even make ones that are like stuffed with like cheese and bacon. Hmm. But the chicken burgers, how pretty good comes yeah. out juicy. You should try it. Do it on the grill. Yeah, maybe I should bring one in for y'all. Maybe we'll cook some today. Let's bring a grill. And maybe in here. I could bring one I'll in. Try it. You could reheat it. <laughs> reheated sounds, chicken. Burger. Yeah, it's probably not that great <laughs> reheated, but it's delicious it's, on no. the grill. Is there a grill down in the prize closet we can roll out? I don't Do we know. Own a grill, Jen. Yeah. You got your old George Foreman. Uh, no, that that did oh. not make the move. No. <laughs> did you <laughs> most leave it? most everything that involved cooking of any kind did not make the move. Oh. Maybe you could bring in like a little charcoal guy or something. I don't know if we have a grill here. Well, I'm sure we could get a, a roll of XLR cables, run them outside, and get something going here, kids. Cook out. Yeah. Most popular way to have a burger cooked is well done. 40% of folks like it that way. 20% like a medium well. And only 2% like them rare. The most common toppings people put on burgers, cheese. Ketchup, lettuce, tomatoes, and onions. And I will say also that I am a fan of melting the cheese direct onto the burger. Agreed. While mm-hmm. it's on the grill. Yeah. In fact, it kind of gives me a little bit of like, I'm mad at you when I go and you just have a plate of cold cheese out for me to dress my own. I'm like, what? No. Yeah, you're not Nobody doing your dr- job. Yes. Yeah. It goes on before you bring it into the home. There's and I understand. protocol here, people. Yes. And that's when you walk around the room, you go, who wants cheese? 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 No cheese? Great. Then you know. Can you make that a double cheese for me, please? Great. Yeah. 
I like doing when we do burger night, I do uh, like sliders because I like to do all sorts of toppings. Like, I do too. I'll put like barbecue, uh, like uh, buffalo sauce and fried onions and make some potato blue chips cheese. and blue cheese on one. Yeah, I like And then those on too. another one, I'll do like. Olives and mayonnaise, and then another one I'll do like cheeseburger. Yeah. That's a Timmerman original right there. <laughs> I like all that stuff. The other thing we did while we were in quarantine is we made burgers and we dressed them like Frisch's. So I bought the thing of Frisch's tartar sauce, and then nice. I got those really thin clovel pickles. And so you could just dress your burger like a Frisch's big boy. You might get flagged. I think there's a copyright violation in there somewhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Best burger practices around here. Least common toppings out there included in the survey, Thousand Island dressing, ranch dressing, hot sauce, eggs, and relish, which all sound good in their own way, be quite honest. Yeah, be creative, you know? Come up with something different, something fun. Let's talk about sleep. How far into your day do you get before you start thinking about how tired you are? Five what? minutes. One minute. Yeah, you know? not even to dig. Yeah, you're right. From the minute the alarm goes off. I'm getting a nap later. <laughs> the first thought of the day. I know I was on that video conference this week. We were talking about a little bit ago, and that was a struggle to stay awake through that because you're not moving, man. You're just sitting there. You know, at least like with all the moving that I've been doing this weekend, it's, uh, you know, you're physically moving, so it's easier to stay active and st- stay awake. That counts as a workout, I think, you know. But I'll take that as a workout, sure. <laughs> yeah, moderate physical, 30 minutes of moderate <laughs> physical exercise a day. That's my goal. Uh, a new poll found that just under two-thirds of us rarely wake up feeling refreshed, and 42% of Americans start feeling tired as early as noon. And here's what not getting enough sleep can do. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do, in case you forgot, it just puts you in a bad mood in general. That's the number one answer on the board. Yes, it's harder to focus. We feel less motivated. We are less productive. We feel run down, more likely to get sick. We feel less patient. There's more stress on the relationship. We're apt to make poor decisions. We're more likely to snack or eat something unhealthy. And then, of course, the dreaded stomach or digestive issues. Mm. All signs mm. of not get enough sleep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We got all those, right, guys? Ding. <laughs> yeah, where's the bell? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I do miss that extra hour from the at-home oh, broadcast. I'm telling you, that made such a huge difference for it me. Did. It was like an insane difference. That one hour sleep. I'm adjusting well, but I find myself waking up earlier than normal. Like, instead of three, like, when I was at home, I was getting up at 4.45, and then normally I get up at 3.45, but for some reason, I've been getting up at, like, 3.30. 315. Yeah. Weird. Mm. I just am not there yet after three weeks of being back. My I know. algorithms are still off or something. 
Yeah, my sleep schedule has changed a little bit too. I think just like moving to Kenwood because uh, I'm because I'm in the house, even though all my stuff's not there yet. Yeah, the movers haven't there. come. I'm living there now. Yeah. And just whenever I sleep at her house, I just naturally wake up earlier. I think it's because I don't want to disturb her, so I'm making sure that alarm only goes off once and that no I just snooze. and I jump right out. You know, I'm not like checking the news of the day and lingering and taking my time like I used to. It's more of a focus like, all right, let me just pack up and get out of her hair. Yeah. So I'm not disturbing her and just go. But how long does it take you to get ready, Jen? I mean, I'm pretty quick. I'm in and out of the shower, you know, clothes on, feed the dog, take the dog out. I About a half hour? I, I'd say, you know, for, it's 45 minutes 45, from the time I get out of bed until I walk out the door. Walking out the door, and then you got the commute, and that's got to be at least another 30. 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, 30. it's only 30. No. That's right, because you're driving. <laughs> 30. So, I mean, if, you know, those days when I was home, <laughs> on those days where I would just... Roll out of bed and and walk down. Go straight to work. <laughs> yeah. That's an hour and fifteen minutes <laughs> difference. I know. You know. Doesn't it feel good that like I know you're not getting as as much sleep, but doesn't it feel good to like get dressed and showered and come in? You know, like have some place to go in the morning. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. It, oh. I just I think it does. Yeah. I was getting dressed and getting up anyway and ready for the day when I would get up at four forty five. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I could stay home. I'd be, I'd, I'd be very happy. You learn one thing that we learned from this experience is that you would be very happy working from home. Yeah, I could totally do it. That's good. I could totally do it, and I can totally see how people who have that option are are choosing it. What is what was the latest statistic? Wasn't it like forty percent of people? Oh, yeah. or was yeah. it higher than that of people who have been working at home either are planning on staying? At home or want to. 52%. I can give you the numbers. I got them right here. You got them right there? Yeah. 52% said they prefer to always work from home. Uh, Another 37% said some of the time would be good. They would like to occasionally go into the office, though. And 11%, only 11% of folks hate working from home. They don't want to work from home at all. They like getting up and getting out there. And uh, about a third of us think that working from home has actually had a positive impact on morale because of the flexibility that it offers people. But another third said it actually had a negative impact on things like their productivity and feeling connected to the people in their workplace and their clients. And then everyone else either said no impact or they're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see that when, you know, it all plays out to the breakdowns of the different types of jobs. I'm also curious if people are... Like if they're already saying like we're working from home from now on out, like they're you're never coming back to the office. Like how many companies well, have made that decision after a month or two? I have a friend that's already said through the end of the year. Oh yeah, through the I end mean, of the year. I've heard a, some people say June or July, and I can kind of see why that would be. But when they said the end of the year, I was like, wow, that's, that's yeah, way out they're there. They're trying it out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean that's my plan. At some point, someday, is to just you know exclusively work from my home. But that's like. You know, that's after the radio the career bit, yeah. is over, that's like, you know, when I when I start doing voiceover full time. And I always thought, you know, that would be like the ideal situation. But then when coronavirus happened, I think what helped me deal with the isolation and the shutdown was being able to come in every day. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt good to like have jump in the shower and have somewhere to go. I think it made the social distancing and and all of that easier for me. So now I don't know. <laughs> well, I saw yesterday, what is it? One in five teachers may not be coming back. Oh, I hate they don't that. want they, they don't want to. Oh, they don't want to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They're making the choice. I saw that too. Yeah, I mean, I know a couple of teachers who uh they're not Meaning that I want to go back to teaching or that I want to go back in a classroom. Um both. I, I the ones that I know are looking over what they're going to have to do. The protocol and what that's going to include, and they're like, never mind. Just I, yeah, they're like, it's just <laughs> seems like a lot ridiculous. Of, a lot of work for forty two grand a year. A lot of work, and and you know when you're dealing with little kids, I just can't even imagine what that will be like mm-hmm. to corral. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the, you know, wait, we're just still waiting Bunch to see what the guidelines are going to be. But you know, imagine if you had a classroom of yeah. Well, and I think the logistics too, and nothing has been set in stone right. clearly. Um, but it's the logistics of they're going to have possibly year round schooling or possibly this group goes on this day and this group goes on that day. And I think that's a lot to juggle mm. with that many kids when you're just the or one even, teacher. You know, and if you're doing part time in the classroom and part time online, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work for these teachers to prepare online lessons. Yeah. And it's a lot. Um, I mean, they go through a lot now without the obstacles. As teachers, without those obstacles, they have their other obstacles. I would try to negotiate with my teachers some extra credit since I know I'm going to fail that quiz this week. What if <laughs> I were to hand out some hand sanitizer, you know, just help you with the overall best practices operation of the classroom, you know? You yeah. Know, you know, like you, you used you to get be a wipe, line you, leader. You get a wipe, you get a wipe, you get a wipe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a little miss down. Hmm. Some extra credit. Kind of like a teacher's assistant, teacher's pet. A little extra credit. Meanwhile, it's usually considered the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do to get into a committed monogamous relationship. What are you doing with your life? Basically, I mean, didn't you guys just, uh, for me, when I was a kid, it was like just assumed I'm going to graduate high school, I'm going to go to college. And then when I go to college, I'll probably, you know, I'll meet someone there and then as soon as college is over, we'll get married and then we'll buy our house, have our jobs and have our two kids. And that's just what like what you did in life. And if you didn't, it was like, what's what's the matter? What's wrong with you? Why are you? Why it are was you almost still like shocking. It was almost like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Why, you're not you're going a to college girl. Why aren't married? you married by now? Why aren't you yeah. with someone? I don't think it's as bad now. As I think it's become we were more acceptable up, to live together and not be married. But when I was growing up, everyone that was from Hazard it was always like, why aren't you married yet? Why aren't you married yet? I'm like, I'm 24. Why are you still dating around? Yeah. Well, you, need to, you need to settle down. I never thought you would settle down. I still get that. Did you ever think you would be a mom? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually considered the right thing to do to get into a committed monogamous relationship and stay in that relationship forever. And for some people it is. Absolutely. But are we fighting human nature when we do that? They asked Americans if they think humans are naturally meant to be monogamous or not. 
And I was surprised to see that only 36% of people believe that, yeah, we are meant to be monogamous. Another 37% said, no, we're not. Why are we trying to be? And the rest are like me. I'm kind of on the, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Well, you know what my kind of theory is on this. Well, a thought. I don't know if I actually believe it, but it is a thought. <laughs> so you think, Jen? Here's that- a thought. I I think that marriage was created at a time when life expectancy was thirty years old, and I would say that I think it's very easy to be in a monogamous relationship when you get married at fifteen, have a couple of kids, and you're dead at thirty to stay <laughs> to stay with one person. It's easy. I think it makes it a little bit more difficult. Just because when you're together with someone for so long, if you're not growing together, then that is a struggle and it makes it hard. And so that's kind of, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, 30 years, man, that's a life well lived right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you didn't have the options either back when marriage was created. It's not like you met a whole lot of people you stayed in your little small village right the pickings were slim you took what you could get hey that guy could kill a saber-toothed tiger real easy and get me some meat yes i need a partner like that (laughs) he looks good that's the one i want yeah she gathers lots of berries let's get it he's not totally repulsive (laughs) you're not going to work and yeah having a social life and meeting hundreds of people i think once you find the right one Monogamy is definitely Pretty doable. Easy. Yeah, I definitely think you have to sample, though. Yeah, you got to hoe it up a little. Yeah, you got to sample. <laughs> you got to be like different wow, products. There are and, a lot of crazy people. Yeah, but when you when you lump men and women together, thirty six percent of thirty six percent of them believe that yes, we're meant to be monogamous. Thirty seven percent say that we're not. The rest aren't sure. Got to tell you though, when you separate the sexes, men are more likely to believe that monogamy is a joke, a myth. A lost cause than women are. 41% of men say that humans are not meant to be with just one person versus 33% of women. Still, that's a lot of women. Hmm. I, see, I, I still think it's a lovely idea. It's a lovely To idea. have that one person that, you know, is your one and you're their one and everything is happy and joyful and gleeful and perfect and swell. Yep. I mean, I've been married to Jen for what, you know, 18, but longer than that, 26 years now. 20 years. <laughs> I got to be careful when I say stuff like that because people really do I sometimes just gonna believe that we that, really are. Yeah. Yep. That what? That we're married. Yeah, that we really are like there's some. I get asked that all the time. Marital romantic connection. There. They're married, you, right? You no, are. You not. just have an open relationship. I, we started adding other people to the relationship. <laughs> yeah. And made it a foursome. That's right. We're married, but only between 6 and 10, Monday through Friday. Yeah. We've had other people come and go. (laughs) It's the truth. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.